Alright, let's go. <clears throat> this podcast contains, uh, explicit language, adult beverages, delicious tobacco, and, what's that say? Flagrant misuse of dice? What does that even mean? Who the hell wrote this? To hell with it. I need a drink. Huh? Oh, okay, whatever. <clears throat> this is the Dice and Pipes podcast. Stumbling out of the yarning portal like a drunk dwarf coming to you from the West Cabin. This is Dyson Pipes for the week of February 10th. Whatever you say. 2020. Should I confirm I that? I think last week I said 2019. Whatever. Everybody makes that mistake, right? <laughs> We're in the new year. You get some time to get acclimated. New year, new me. Hashtag. New year, new me. New decade, new me. How are you? I'm good. I'm pouring myself, I think, my fourth glass. Excellent. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. First, a somber note. Mm-hmm. Something occurred in the YTPC. What happened? It happened literally hours after we recorded uh, our retro session. An amazing retro session, by the way. Yeah, I would agree. On board games, where we created our own version of guess who oh, to be more inclusive. Do you think we gain or lose fans after that episode? I'm saying gain. I think we're going to stagnate. Yeah? Yeah, we're, we, which we deserve. We plateau yeah. at that point? Well, it's only going to go down after this. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What? Well, I just mean we're in a constant downhill. Oh, I see. I that, see that's I see. all. Um, so for those of you who are uninitiated, uh, the YTPC, also known as the... E- YouTube pipe community. Is it pipe smoking? Is it YTPSC? No, no, no. It's YTPC. Okay. Lost a true hero. Uh, so, how appropriate that I'm smoking a Grim Reaper pipe. <sighs> Not done on purpose. It, Pure just- serendipity. Yeah, because we're just rolling out of uh, recording the Warhammer episode. Gameplay, rather. So this puff goes out to you. This is like the end of November rain. <laughs> Guns and Roses. 860? 860. 860. Yep. Uh, what happened? He died. He did. There was a lot of speculation, by the way. I think originally the way... Uh, so I'm assuming it was his daughter went on uh, Facebook and, and posted that he had died. And I think originally people were assuming that he committed suicide. Um, but then 
reports had come out um, that he had had a heart attack. And I personally- Reports came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, from who? News outlets. Which news outlets? Uh, YTPC News. <laughs> Somebody reported that he had died of a heart attack. Mm. I think both of them are incorrect. Oh, you have a you have a theory uh, I, on I, what happened to our good friend Matt Jazz. I do. 60. I do. I don't know if you want to get into that now or... I'm, we're here. I so think, anyway, but before we fucking besmirch the good goddamn name of Matt Jazz 860... I'm not going to besmirch the guy. And I think his name was John Harden. I mean, we should at least give the guy respect and call him by his real name. Okay. I'm just saying. So John, John Hammond. Harden. Yeah. John Harden. This... Pipe is for you. Uh, so tell me what happened. Or what your theory what, is. What are you smoking in the pipe, by the way? Uh, <laughs> I am enjoying an oldie but a goodie 1Q from Lane Limited. The it, quintessential beginner's tobacco. It's been a while. I don't think we've had that on the show for minimum six months. Right, I think that's fair to say. Six months. Uh, before we get into the theory, I am having um, Dablon de Oro, uh, made by Savinelli, and my Savinelli Mega. Uh, can I just say YTPC is infuriating? Yes, it's fucking. It's look. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, sorry. <gasps> Uh, sorry. Oh, so dry. No, there was like oh, a piece of like ash stuck in the pipe, and I went to inhale, and it went right to my fucking. What's that like? Uh, that boxing bag on the back of your trope? Your uvula? Your vulva? Your, no, I don't think it's a vulva. A vulvo? Your vagina? No. That's, your your throat vagina? Yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, that, that checks out. Yeah, but it hit that. I had to. Ah, I had to hack that thing out. Sad days. I'm not, I, I think we've established that we are not big fans of acronyms. I do not like the term YTPC. And everybody uses it. Right. And of course, that refers to the YouTube pipe community that matches 860. John Harden was once a part of. But he'll live on forever in infamy. Because he was infamy, right? He was a, a, a very strong um, personality. And uh, and part of the pipe smoking community on YouTube. I lost my letter. I lost my letter. What the fuck is going on here? This show. I'll be goddamn. I am fucking retarded. It was under my phone. All right, good. I'm sorry. Crisis avoided and averted. I'm drinking whiskey. I think I think matches was killed. I'm drinking. Okay, <laughs> hold on. I'm what? What you going I said I'm drinking whiskey. Oh, the other part. Oh, I think matches was killed. I'm drinking. You think matches was killed? Like dial M for murder. I think he was murdered. Okay. I think he was murdered. Is that because like at first they thought it was a suicide and then we're just gonna go with a heart attack or? Well, again, based on uh, based on the numerous reports out there, it seems as though initially it, it was possibly a suicide. Then it changed the heart attack, and then I have on good authority 
that someone who we may or may not be affiliated with may have been involved in this. Stuff and things. No, stuff and things is pretty good. He's a Mutton pro chop. Stuff and things is a pro gun guy who lives in Seattle. I, I give him a lot of credit because regardless of what his overall politics are, like the guy's always wearing like a Colt firearm shirt. He talks about guns and the, the fucking poor guy lives in Seattle. I don't even know how so he's allowed So he has to the weaponry gun. capable of murdering somebody. Oh, I'm not suggesting that it was Bradley from Stuff and Things. Oh. Mutton I'm Chop. Just, it, people have said that Mutton Chop was in the Marine Corps. And once a Marine, always a Marine. So he's a fucking, he's a trained rifleman. But I don't think anybody is alleging that he was killed by uh, gunfire. Well, yeah, but Mutton Chop has the, the faculties to choke him, bitch. Uh, yes, I'm I'm sure at some point in his uh, illustrious Marine Corps career, um, yeah, I'm sure he was trained on how to choke a bitch. <laughs> uh, I can't think of any other prominent YTPC. The Padre Piper. The priest with a pipe. But Padre Piper actually did a really nice thing and went, I'm assuming, to his church. And recorded 860 hours of of a sermon. I think it was 860 seconds. Seconds? Yeah. It felt like hours. Yeah. It's a long moment of silence. Yeah. All right. So who is it? Barry. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have on good... So a fan of ours... Uh, I think it's fair to say that you and, you and I, like, we usually don't follow it, but... Um, Every Friday night leading up to matches, 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 yeah, sure. How do you plural that? Matches. I think it's matches. John's. And then on the S, you just put apostrophe at the end. So you just say matches. Matches. And that just assumes plural. Right. Possessive. Correct. Possessive plural. Well, every Friday night, John Harden, God rest his soul, would do a Friday night live, kind of a uh, like a YouTube live chat. And he would hang out in his basement. It was pretty cool. I would watch it every once in a while. Maybe twice, three times. So you're part of the problem is what you're saying. Why? Because I'm promoting the YTPC? Yeah. Look, guys got to get their name out there. You know, I'm just trying to support the community. Okay. Because we are, in essence, we're part of the community. Even though We're, we're part of the YTPC? Soon. Very soon. We're I think we're just YouTube. part of the PC and on the fringe. We're, we're <laughs> part of the PCPC, podcast pipe community. That's true. PC, PC squared. That's yeah. us. I have it on good authority because a fan of ours sent me a screenshot of his last Friday night live stream before he passed away. In quotes, passed away. And in that live stream, there was a donation made to John Harden. And do you know who made this donation? Dyson Pipes. I didn't. What? Neither did I. Dyson Pipes donated to Matches 860 Friday night live stream. And I have a picture right here. It has a picture of our logo, the black circle with the red Dyson right. Pipes. Right next to it, it says Dyson Pipes. It has the monetary amount that was donated apparently on our behalf. And what is How it? How much did I give to this fucking corpse? Easy. Easy. We don't speak negative about the dead. And I'm the fucking heel. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, we donated four dollars and ninety nine cents. Not, not five. Not five. Had to be four ninety nine. 
And what does it say underneath? Best wishes, exclamation point, from Barry. What? Best wishes from Barry. Several things. One, I didn't know we even had a YouTube channel. Two, where did that money come from? Out of our account? Out of the war chest? Yeah, it had to because it didn't come out of my personal account. Barry doesn't know my personal account. Three, who gave Barry control of this? That's another very good question. And four, Barry had to do four ninety nine. Yeah, well, anytime that you advertise something with ninety nine cents at the end, it always looks better. <laughs> so why go five point zero zero four ninety nine? Okay, four ninety nine. So now, so now the theory is Barry gives John Hemming money. Harden, and watch <laughs> me be saying it wrong. He's probably not even. I'm pretty sure his name was John Harden. All right, so. So Barry donates. Obviously, it's his best wishes from Barry, $4.99. So Barry donates $5. But let's just call it, can we call it $5? No, let's call it $4.99. Okay. Okay. So Barry donates $4.99. Actually, let's call it $4.99. Okay. So mm-hmm. Barry donates $4.99 to Kurt Henning. Then Kurt Henning? Whatever. And then kills him. That's your theory. Yes. Because. Again, on good authority, when that donation was made, Matches didn't thank Barry personally. He said something to the effect of, Dyson Pipes, thanks for the donation. And the next thing you know, the guy turned up, he's passed away with a heart attack. In quote. Huh. All right. I, I don't think we did a good job vetting Barry. I didn't vet him at all. How the fuck did... Where do we even hire him from? Uh, Money G's cards and collectibles. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So let's just work on the theory yeah. that Barry has killed... Um, this is horrible, by the way. We even have to talk about this. Let's just assume that Barry killed Harvey Bennigan. John Harden. I don't he, know. He wasn't a fucking old restaurant chain in Bennigan's. <laughs> I don't know what makes me more mad. The fact that Ron Bennington was murdered or <laughs> the fact that Barry stole $4.99 from us. Yeah, I'm kind of torn between the two. How did he donate $4.99 American money? On our behalf. Do you know what we could have done with that? Yeah, dude. We could have taken another four ninety nine, and we could have bought a tin of tobacco. Fuck. Barry! Can we contact his estate and get that money back? Hmm. Yeah, I think so. I don't even know where the money came from. It must have come from our account. Yeah, but we've never given Barry permission to use our account to donate to fucking people on YouTube. So now... And now, this isn't done with Barry, because there's other shady shenanigans going on with Barry. Yeah. We'll save that for Warhammer. Yeah, yeah. I think. We're going to piece this all together. Jigsaw. Uh, can you pass me that 1792? Oh, yes. We are drinking 1792 today. I'm done with Barry Wyndham, or whatever the fuck his name is. But No, Barry is our producer. Oh, yeah, not... <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm soon Wyndham's to be... Wyndham's not his real last name. <laughs> no. And I'm soon to be done with him, but now I'm afraid what the consequences are going to be. We'll be dead. If we fire we'll him. We'll have heart attacks, too. Yep. He's like Hillary Clinton. 
Yes. Oh, wow. That was a good one. You can follow us on. Holy shit, dude! You're very, very animated. ASMR. Ah, good. <laughs> what were you gonna say? You can follow us on Dyson Pipes, uh, Instagram, Reddit, Twitter. Yep, Dyson Pipes podcast subreddit. Taken off. We're a hot commodity these days. Yeah, we have ten members of that. We're getting there. <laughs> you got to grow. You got to start from somewhere, right? Uh, we're gonna look on. We're gonna look back at this and like. A year and be like, remember that time when we said we had 10? We have 12 now. Fuck yeah. Look, Fuck yeah. Look at us. All right. So we're drinking 1792. What is this? Uh, the year John Harden was born. Is this when uh, Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue? No, no. That was 1992. We oh. established that a couple of weeks I ago. I keep forgetting. You know what it is? Because if it ends with a two, it rhymes. <sighs> yes. It could be 1802. Doesn't matter. Not 12. 12 throws you off. Yeah. 22, any, anything else. 32, 42. Yeah. 52. Could be 52. 62. Keep going. You got a few more. Three more. 72. <laughs> 82. 02. Yep. Just not 12. 92. Right. Good. I'm glad you went in order. 1392. Could be any 92. 1372. Mm-hmm. 1502. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Anyway, so uh, what is it? What is this? Is this a scotch, a whiskey, a this bourbon? Is, uh, what is this? I believe this is a uh, a very delicious bourbon. This is like one of the highest rated bourbons for the money that you can get. This is foolproof, seventeen ninety two. I believe that was the year that this uh, distillery was founded. Uh, excuse us. Excuse us. If I may read the back of the bottle. Yes, please. You have a D twenty. Well, okay, okay, I do. Full proof. Bourbon insiders have long acknowledged that full proof bourbon has a distinctly rich flavor. This bourbon has been bottled at its original 125 barrel entry proof, just as it was years ago when the barrels were first filled. Strong and full of flavor, this bold bourbon boasts an incredible deep and smoky taste, superbly balanced with sweet, Vanilla and notes of caramel. Very good. Very good. So, uh, it's nice. Yeah, it's really good. Comparing this, I had picked up a bottle of the 1792 small batch, which is like their entry shit. You know, it's cheap. And this blows it away. So anybody out there listening, if you want like an everyday, if you can get your hands on it, if you want an everyday bourbon, I would put this as an everyday bourbon, the full proof version of 1792. That I think competes very well with what's in the container that I brought that I guess we'll save for next week. What is it? That's four roses. Ooh. Small batch. Way better than three roses. <laughs> and doubly delicious as two roses but not as good as five no five is the culmination of rose yes mm -hmm. uh she's such a whore <laughs> speaking of whores mm. uh so let's give a quick uh dyson pipes cheers to the lifetimes and memory 
of John Benet. No, not John. John Benet. Matches 860 gets our Lifetime Achievement Award for 2020. Oh, boy. <coughs> that, was, that was good. That bourbon's strong, unlike his heart. You know, it's completely different from on Twitter when I just wrote on the Dice Pipes official Twitter, our deepest condolences to you and your family. (laughs) But let's put a couple of microphones in front of us and let's find out what we really think. Oh, God. Anyway. (sighs) Can I just say that the pairing of the Dablon de Oro, are we actually recording? Okay, good. Uh, The Dablon de Oro and this bourbon is spot on. Now, you had mentioned that uh, that's 7 Alley. Yeah, yeah, it's a 7 Alley. That would be a delicious camping pipe tobacco. Yes. And let me just say, for the mm-hmm. record, mm-hmm. that bourbon, especially bourbon, because it's a little, uh, little deeper. Yeah. A little deeper. Bourbon and pipes <clears throat> around a campfire while camping in the wilderness, amazing. Yeah, I agree. And the only thing that I would switch bourbon out for is if I'm camping in like uh, like on a crisp fall day, I would maybe switch it out for rye because rye's a little spicier. I'd probably go for the spice. And but I would definitely bring a pipe tobacco that has that's like burly heavy in it. Yeah. Or, or it would either be a burly style tobacco or a uh, or an English. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Oh! <laughs> we have a great gameplay session today. Uh, By the way, I'm very excited you rearranged the West Cabin. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, made it much better in some ways, way worse in other ways. No, but we'll get there. It's uh, We have to fine tune. Yeah. Um, we need longer cables. Uh, basically, uh, for those of you, because I know you guys are dying to know, we moved all the equipment off of the table onto a little side table, so now we have... Free range. I feel like I'm liberated. Like I'm walking around uh, commando style. Yeah, yeah. Now we can stare at each other without obstruction. Yes. And be disgusted. <laughs> How dare you look at me. Uh, so we have a great D&D game session lined up for everybody today. But I have to make a toast. My favorite part of the day. This toast goes out yes to other D&D podcasts oh no anybody in particular no all of them just in general I know that probably compared to 90% of other D&D podcasts they are technically bigger than us Okay. But here's what I don't understand, and here's why I'm toasting them. I don't know why they're so much more popular when every single one of them, no matter which one you tune into, all of them sound like this. Hey, guys. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. Hey, okay. Let's get my pink-haired bard. Let's play. Oh, no. (laughs) 
paint is being licked by a troll. Why are they all sound like this? Like we're recording inside of a garbage can. I don't know. I don't have opinions. I love everyone. Skinnamarinky, dinky, dink, skinnamarinky, do. I love you. You, you. you don't like that microphone hiss that you hear on those shows? No, it, it makes the experience better. That's what the inside of a dragon's anus sounds like. I can't stand it. It hurts me on the inside parts. You just need to become more invested in the story. That's a great point, Chris. We should invest in ourselves. Oh, look. A dragon. Let's touch its taint. <laughs> <laughs> oh no what happened that didn't go well for you I fumbled <laughs> see it lives at least those guys know what a fumble is they don't say a critical miss so maybe they're doing something right yeah maybe I can't I can't fucking stand it and what drives me batty is they're way bigger than we are of course. Okay. On a serious note, here's what frustrates me. Okay. You can't say anything against Critical Role, right? Because no, they're the they're, inventors of yeah, this. So their sound quality is uh, it's unbelievable. But who I will shit on, and it's nothing against their campaign. Dude, Dungeons and Randomness. What? Fuck! <laughs> on Dice of Pipes, uh, when you fuck up your words, you find yourself in a roll to drink situation. Here on the 5E side of things, we fuck. roll 1D20, anything higher than a 10. Chris is saved from having to drink. Oh, shut up. You sound so excited. Excuse me. Um. Oh, no. Chris has to roll. <laughs> An 11. And he's saved. <laughs> Yay. Here's my problem with that show. If you look at their Patreon, first of all, they're dumb enough to show people what they're making on Patreon. And I think that's a big no-no. So those guys are bringing in over $5,000 a month. Now, granted, I think the guy is probably dumping a lot of time and energy into the creation of that podcast. The least he can do is spend $100 or require the people that campaign with him to spend the money, make the investment, and use a real fucking microphone, as opposed to using the earbuds that were provided with your Apple phone. Yes. Because the sound quality is fucking terrible. Yes. And you could just, for 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 the mere cost of a cup of coffee. Oh. Uh, you could just spend 20 bucks at fucking Radio Shack and mm -hmm. just get like a, a, a basic bitch like Audio Technica. Yes. Or just get like a lavalier mic. Yes. Because you even watch, when you watch the news... Right? Anytime that it's like an on-site interview, they always have these people hooked up with lav mics, and I'm sure they're nothing crazy. You could probably spend, like you said, $20, $30, $50, whatever it is, and get a decent lavalier mic. That way, the audio quality. Well, here's the problem. We all went to college for something that doesn't make any money. Yeah, but what are you worried about that? Because your college is going to be paid for by us. And our tax money. Oh, 
We're not here to talk politics. <laughs> yeah, there's there's one microphone and it's just on where the dice are rolled. <laughs> Who cares about the dialogue and the content? <clears throat> Let's just get the fucking dice. <clears throat> I'm making a big mess. You are. You have fu- at least seven die have fallen <laughs> off the table. So maybe it was actually a bad idea to clean the table off because at least with other objects on here, it would have saved the dice from rolling off. Yeah, they're probably going to melt in the fireplace. Not good. Uh, Look, it's not that hard. I, I think like we're not too technologically savvy. We didn't go to school for an engineering degree, right? It's it's not... what. You okay? After all that jostling, <laughs> made it a little loose. <laughs> little loosey goosey. <laughs> I I don't think it requires a fucking engineering degree. You can watch a million videos on YouTube, not the YTPC, but the YT uh, PC podcast community, and just see how and what you need to set up your audio for a decent podcast. And I feel bad shitting on them because, of course, everybody has to start someplace. But when you're running a podcast for eight years, like, well, maybe- that's the problem. They did start someplace and they're bigger than us. Yes. They're making five grand a month. We spent from February, March, check that, March, April, and May. We just did sound checks over and yes. over and over and over to make sure we didn't sound like this. Because I don't want to sound like some loser that touches a troll's ball bag. <laughs> Let me see if I hit. Oh, no. I got chlamydia. <laughs> trolls with chlamydia? It's a, a, oh, figure a, a speech. bonus action. Oh, oh okay. Good, good, good. <laughs> Like we we purposely yeah we we probably are doing ourselves no service or no favors by doing like these bullshit intros and toasts and everything rather than just getting to the gameplay, especially when our knowledge of the game is far below uh, mm. mm-hmm. the other people in this weird actual play community. Well, we have lives. Also true. Yeah. Uh, and do not disparage the fucking intros, because I think this is truly what people are, are tuning in to listen to. I think it's probably, I think everyone who's listening to us is uh, consistently is here for the whole package. Yes. I would say it's 60-40, though. I say 60% of the people are tuning in for the gameplay. 40% kind of find themselves just like riding the wave of the intro into the gameplay. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, to... What? Oh. To other Dungeons and Dragons podcasts, thanks for nothing. Let's fucking play some games. We should record the next gameplay without mics. Just record right into the fucking. Yeah, laptop. remember when we did that and we scrapped the whole thing and started over? Yes. Or One remember time how we horrible that. it sounded when we did the fucking Halloween oh, episode? Yes. You know? Yeah. Now imagine that. For every episode. I'd fucking, I'd be hanging from the rafters in the West Cabin. Yes. Hopefully in the nude. Mm. I am Dungeon Master, your guide in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. How many of these footprints do I see? Uh, 
how many sets of footprints or how many actual footprints? All right, right. Let me reword that. So it's it's one war forged set of footprints. How far does it go? Like I just picked up this trail and I could see for the foreseeable distance that yeah, it's kind of meandering somewhere in the distance, continuing in like a western direction. And this is a heavily wooded area. Yes, is the footprints are walking are walking west or it was walking towards my direction uh if like you if were I'm following it would it be did it pass through where i am or i would actually be following you would be following it? behind it okay now is it on a path or it's in the woods uh it's in the woods so you're starting to see like trees kind of leaning like he was kind of like pushing his way through right <laughs> All right, so I, I get back on my horse, fuck, and um, I don't say anything to the under, the, you know, the three thunder force. It's still heavily wooded. Yeah. Okay. All right, so I'll. I want to pick a point that I could see if it's obvious that obviously this warforge was taking like limbs and shit down off of trees. I don't want to follow in the path. So I'm going to stay maybe north of it, you know, 20 feet or whatever, 50 feet, that I can see it in the distance and, and keep an eye on it as we continue to head west. Okay. And no trail, no sign of human feet. Yes. Oh, there were. Yeah, it looks like human feet met up with citadel feet. Oh, so I see, I see. Dog, I think so bicyclist bolted the fucking bicyclist started pedaling faster Ooh. a little nervous alright um so it looks like they're walking in tandem they're walking together or yeah. one's following the other kind of a thing but like the sets look if they were both in that place at the same time they're walking together yeah what do the feet of warforged look like it looks like um like just a larger boot. Basically, you don't know that answer. You know what Citadel's feet look like, and it looks like almost like an armored foot, but twice as wide, three times as wide, twice as long. Okay. Okay. Alright. So again, I'm I'm gonna travel not on that path, you know, off of that path, but in that direction. Cause you don't want these guys to see No, I don't want them to see a foot that's like the size of a fucking a toilet. God. Give me Give me a performance check. Because I imagine you're like, alright guys, I think it's going this way. And you're kind of staying like laterally. Right? Like you're running parallel along this what you believe is the path. Correct. Alright, so give me a performance check. That's going to be Okay. I got a color. I you want to use mine? No, 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 no. I have a black one. No, these are these are good. I'm going to use my other one because it's white on the, on the blue. Much easier. White on blue action? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very sexy. All right. So I would say that you follow this up until we camp again? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So are, are we like, are we going to like... Harrison's very nervous. 
I'm so afraid because now it's like, okay, careful what you wish for. And if I end up running into Citadel with these three guys, like this, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a problem. Right. It's gonna be a big problem. Um, I was kind of thinking you'd be like, all right, guys, I found what I'm looking for. I'll see you later. You can head back. You know, I was thinking about actually just turning around and going back, and then coming back to right continue to re- reconnoiter. But yeah. yeah, it's too much time. Um. Sorry, hold on. I have to do something. Okay. I don't like these secret rolls. I don't. I don't like it. Why? <laughs> can you roll in like a pillow or something so I can't hear it? Okay. Yeah, we'll set up camp. All right. So while you're camping, uh, Frankfurt comes up to you. He was probably out fishing or hunting or gathering berries or whatever he was doing. Mm. He comes running up. You're not gonna believe this. What happened? I, f- I found something. What did you find? Come here. Look, let me show you. Oh, okay. And he goes the 10 or 15, 20 feet Fuck me. laterally. He's like, look at this. What do you think did this? And he's pointing to a very large indentation in the ground and then some busted up trees. Maybe it's an armored horse. Do you say that? Yeah. All right. Uh, give me deception. Ten. Armored horse. No, there's not, there's not enough indentations. This is something big. Maybe like a bear? I don't know. But it looks like it's only got two legs. Look, here's here's one here. And this looks like it might be the left foot. And look, there's another one that's like a right foot. It looks like it's like standing upright, but it's got to be huge. I, I look any human feet, or it's just now. Uh, yeah, there's some human feet weaving, kind of like you know, it's not like perfectly side by side. They're they're kind of mingled together. I try to just distract him off of those feet. I'm like, well, look, there's human footprints here. Oh, you think those belong to your friend? It, it could be. What is with him? Well, maybe he's following those footsteps. Who's to say it's with him? We were alone. <laughs> so, uh, Doxon kneels down. He's like, mm, I don't know. Look, see how like the edges are all caked over? They look like they're about the same age. Okay, thanks, genius. Well, what if he's a day behind? Yeah, I guess I guess it could be. Um, but he must be a day ahead of though, because if you look, this large footprint is on top of the smaller one. So maybe this thing is hunting your friend. What could this be? All right, guys. Thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. How old do you think these footprints are? If you could tell that they're hours apart, I'm sure you could tell how old they are. No, no. <laughs> no, I have no idea. <laughs> uh. Well, it rained the the same day you went missing. So, like maybe five, six days ago. Um. 
and these haven't crumbled at all. So these must have happened after the rain. So we're we're within four days of whoever left these prints. Should we press through the night? But we already have camp set up. Uh, so. Sir, I mean, it's no big deal. We can break it down. I'll even catch up to you if you want. I know you want to meet, catch your friend. And God forbid something terrible is chasing him. Here's an idea. Two of you head back to Facebuyer. Let them know that there's something in these woods that seems a bit out of the ordinary. And then myself and Dachshund, since you seem to be the uh, the best tracker out of uh, the oh, three no. of you, we'll stay behind and continue to track this. That, that's a great plan. Make haste. Uh, I, I start getting my horse ready. Roll persuasion with advantage. Nineteen. Okay. So uh Clint and Frankfurt give you a quick salute and everyone starts heading off uh in their own directions and Doxon gives you a slap on the I guess on the small of your back, mm. dwarf. Uh, thanks for your trust in me. I appreciate that. Oh, of course, of course. Break down the camp. Oh, we're gonna you still wanna go tonight? That's what you suggested. Yeah, that's right? a great idea. Alright, yeah, I'll be back. Bye, buddy. <laughs> he did say that he would catch up. That's true. So we're going to use his words against him. Um, so I, I would think that we're only like a not a far distance away from where the camp was. Right. The other two have began to, you know, they, they rode off to head back to Facebuyer. I will slowly start trotting in the direction of the footsteps. I, I'm not like a full-on fucking, you right. know, all-out sprint with the horse. Okay. Okay. All right. So we uh, we leave Dachshund behind. Yeah, and again, I'm not in like a blaze of fucking right glory, trying to like race ahead and lose the guy because obviously he's going to be able to follow the tracks. My hope is I just want to start to create separation. It's nighttime. We'll see how this goes. Okay. <sighs> So you're trying to gradually get away from him. Yeah, without being obvious about it. Let's see how he does breaking down the camp. Nat 20. That is a five. Ooh, stumbling with the tent poles. Yeah. So I would say you get quite a bit of distance ahead of him. Oh, you know what? Let's find out. You roll a d20. See how much further ahead you get. 17. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so you got quite a bit ahead of them. Uh, and we're going to follow these tracks. Yeah. As and we're not stopping at all through the night, I would imagine. No, dude, my plan now, if I see that I've gotten such a great jump on this guy that he was like fumbling around with the camp and I slowly was galloping away and now I see that he is not within earshot, the second I realize that there is some decent distance between the two of us, I'm riding this horse as fast as I can without losing sight of where the tracks are. All right, give me a survival check with a minus one. Okay. Fifteen. All right, so you relatively, uh, you, you follow the path, or the trail, I should say, with relative ease, even though you're going fairly quickly. Okay. 
And I would say throughout the night you're going, and you see the tracks are very, like, either they're lost or they're looking for something because they're they're not going in any specific direction. They might be going north for a little while, then east, then west, maybe north again, maybe south a little bit. Like, you're not, you're having a hard time putting together, like, what are they trying to do here? Until you hear... Harrison! Who's there? It's me, Whitmore. Come here. Whitmore? Quick, quick, over here. Okay. So you see off to the right, you see Citadel, or not Citadel, uh, Whitmore kind of waving you. I'm puzzled beyond belief. I head over towards Whitmore. Oh my god, I'm so glad to see you. And he gives you a big hug. What are you doing here? We heard about what happened at the bridge, and Alvord was very concerned, so he sent me out to see if I could find you. Why are you in the middle of the woods? Because last we saw, you fell through the bridge, and I've just been wandering around looking for, honestly, for your corpse. And then I found any points, and here comes Citadel through the woods. Traveler. Oh no. We, we didn't want, want to go to any cities, cities and cause a disturbance. So we've been wandering around through the woods hoping to find you. We have a problem. A companion of mine was lost when the bridge exploded. Myself and three other Thunder Force were actually looking for my friend until we stumbled upon your footsteps. Star? Yes. Citadel was there for... Right, right, yeah. right. Well, I'm... Oh, right. yeah, okay. I just mean because, you know, Whitmore's here. Um... I sent two back to face spotter. But there is one that's soon going to be... Uh, he's hes probably in close pursuit as we speak. Outlander? No, not an outlander. Thunder Force, like Whitmore. Oh, so he's a friend? No, he doesn't know about you, or... No, he doesn't know anything about this. <sighs> all right, all right. Let's just think for a minute where can we go no we we're not going anywhere like I can't just disappear from this guy Citadel is gonna have to hide and I know buddy I know I've left I I, I just pause How, how are you even here I found him where he was hiding in front of the casino or well you know down the road a bit but I found him there He said that he was waiting for your word. Yes, and word never came, Traveler. Yeah, there was an explosion during a chase. I fell from the bridge. Are you hurt? I'm fine now. Thank you. You found my armor. I did. I did. We'll talk about that soon. Let's figure out how we can get out of this situation. All that's left are the boots. The boots? The armor. That's the last piece. Well, we'll focus on that next. We have to find a way to get you two out of here and end your tracks. We can't have you discovered, Citadel. I understand. I, I look to Whitmore. Do you even know where you're going? Your tracks were in circles. No. We've been lost for... <laughs> we, we've been lost for days. We started out looking for you, kind of staying by the river, and then I don't, I don't even know where we are. We're in the woods. I, I turn back to Citadel. Any sign of Star? 
No. If I had to guess, he went back to the mountains. I didn't want to seem like I deserted him, especially in a time of need. Uh, like pitch blackout or lit by moonlight? I would say because of the forest canopy. Yeah, it's pretty dark. Okay. Uh, I I look to to Whitmore and Citadel. I just go shh, shh, just quiet. And I just listen to see if, like, even off in the distance, I can hear. Give me a perception. Fifteen. You You can hear some of the animals. You can hear the crickets, but you don't hear any sign of, like, a, a horse. Okay. Citadel, we have to get you out of here. Where should I go? How did you get here, Whitmore? You came from Northridge? Hexley. Oh, Hexley? I'm sorry, when I say Northridge. Well, well, let's let's get safe first, and I'll tell you the story. You have a horse? No, we've been on foot. Where's your horse? It's part of the story. Oh. I don't even know where I am. Where are we going? I don't know. How how good is this guy tracking us? He's he's pretty good. He's going to track us. His feet, as Harrison points to Citadel, his feet are huge. What if we get near water and just jump in the water and let it carry us for a ways? Yeah, that's great. Where's water? I don't I don't know. No, I know. Great idea, but uh, we need execution right now. Oh, God. Um, the problem is the, the, the muddy ground. We could climb up. Yeah, but what? Into the trees? No. And he points, and there's not far away, but there's starting to be like a hill. You're in like a hilly, foresty, mountainous area. Right. We could start climbing up. That's probably our best bet. We need some sort of like stone surface, maybe. And you guys at least can disappear, and I can rendezvous back with that Thunder Force. And, uh,. We're going to pick a place to just sit and wait for you because we, if we wander around here... We'll, we'll, yeah, you're going to get lost. Yeah. You're going to get lost. And then I have to hope that I can even find you after I go back. Um, all right. Well, let's make our way to higher ground. So I guess we'll start. You can find us very easy, traveler. How so? Your compass. What do you mean? The compass of the traveler. You tell it what you want it to point to. Stop it. Anything I want it to point to, it'll tell me where to go. All right, let's try it. So I take, I remove the, the, the mm-hmm. compass from the left breast of the armor. And uh, I look down at it. It's still pointing to the northwest. Uh, now it's spinning. Do I just say the name of a place? I say, like, Facebire? So now if you were to start concentrating on Citadel, the arrow immediately just and zips right to where Citadel is standing. Okay. All right, so I, I clear my mind again and I, I close my eyes. And I think Northridge. And it points to the northwest-ish. Okay. Oh, this is amazing. 
Thank you, Citadel. I, I take it and I fix it back to the to that spot on the left breast. I say, take Whitmore and hide. Whitmore, just follow a path until you realize that you're no longer leaving tracks. Let me head back and rendezvous with the Thunder Force. We'll eventually get to the point where your tracks end. From there, we're going to head back to Facebuyer, and then I'll come back and find you guys. So this is this is going to be a few days? Yes. Okay. All right. I won't move until I see you. Okay. And you're sure about this compass thing? This is going to work? So says Citadel. All right. Good journey. All right. So I, now I start going back in the other direction. Okay. And now I'm going to reverse engineer the tracks. Right. And and I would say by daybreak, you find a very distraught dachshund. Where were you? Uh, I'm sorry. I, 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 I was following the trail, and the, and the trail went this way and that way, and I, I was catching up. I was in the woods alone. I'm, I'm sorry. I went as fast as I could. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, there's no reason to point blame. Point blame? You just did. All I said was, <laughs> where were you? I didn't say this is your fault. <laughs> I've had enough of these woods. Did you? Do we need to stay here any longer? Did yes. you find your friend? No. Ugh. The trail went cold. Eventually, the trail led to the hills, and then the footsteps disappeared once the hills became rockier. Well, on the plus side, yes, I did find something that probably belongs to your friend. What did you find? And he digs in his pocket a little bit, or his satchel on the back of his horse, and he pulls out this thing and he hands it to you. And it is a coin from the Bastille. You found a coin. Yeah, it was in the mud. Show me where. Uh, it's, okay, it's quite a ways back, but... Well, we're heading back anyway, so... I, I thought your friend was still out here. Well, the trail went cold, so... Oh. You can at least take me back there, and... It's daybreak now. You can head back to Face Buyer. Um, my mission is taking me elsewhere, so... Are, are cool. you sure? Of course. Okay. Yeah, we'll part ways. Uh... Just let the captain know that I appreciate his help, and uh, I'll have to repay him for the horse. Sure. Oh, yes. Uh, sorry again for everything. Here, I'll show you where I found this yeah, gold yeah. coin. So uh, you go back maybe like two hours journey. Okay. And uh, he's like, yeah, it was right here. And it was just it's just a pile of mud with one coin laying in it. And no discernible tracks of any kind going in any particular direction. Okay. Whatever uh, whatever was carrying this, whatever tracks they left, have been washed away by that rain from a few days ago. Well, I appreciate your efforts. Is that does that belong to your friend, do you think? Yes, because we were we were staying at the Bastille before the uh oh, well, I, before the explosion. I hope it helps and I hope you find your friend. Listen, do you know how to find your way out of this wilderness? Yeah, I'm just gonna head south to the to the shore. Okay. I have business down. Um, fuck, what's the hell? Uh, that Port Anchor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I hope I see you again, sir. And he gives you a little salute. Yep. And away he goes. Okay. And now I stand there and I begin to seethe because that wasn't stars. 
because obviously with the footsteps being gone after the rain, when they said that we can find the footsteps because they occurred after the rain, I realize it's the piece of shit bandits. And now I'm fucking aggravated. Um... All right, so I'm going to start heading south just to give the impression that I'm going south based on what I just told him. And, uh... And then after traveling maybe for, you know, an hour or two, then I'll, I'll stop the horse. I take the compass out. Harrison will close his eyes and, and focus on the bandits. No, oh! I'm, I'm kidding. We're going to get to that. Oh. <laughs> Uh, no, he'll focus on Citadel. Actually, no, I will focus on the bandits. Okay. And I want to see if, as I open up my eyes, I look back down at the compass. So it's, um, it's taking a second, but, uh, is there anyone in particular you're focusing on or just the, kind of the group, like the last image you have of them? Yeah, it would be the group. So it's kind of wavering between southeast and east. Okay. Okay. I hope this compass works if it could see through my rage. Uh, again, uh, it'll close his eyes and then focus on, on Citadel. And it points to like a northeasterly direction towards like the hills in the distance. Okay. And we'll follow it? Of course. All right. So by like late afternoon, we find the mountain face. And after some trials and tribulations, you end up finding this small little cave. Nothing crazy. And you see a smoke of a fire, and there's Citadel and Whitmore sitting by the fire. Okay. So, wow, that was fast. Yeah, I, I get off the horse, and I give Whitmore a big embrace. Uh, so good to see you. Oh, man. So much to tell you. Uh, we're safe that the, nobody else is coming to look for us. Well, hopefully the uh, the Thunder Force that I sent back can rendezvous with the the other two that started because I, I did happen to send them back for a uh, search and rescue party. So hopefully they, uh, they're they made well aware that everything is okay and they call off their search. Okay. Well, uh, first of all, you're okay? Yes. It's been a rough couple of days. That fall from the bridge was obviously unexpected. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. I, I can't believe it. Do you know who did it? Oh, I'm fully aware of who did it. And there is a price that will be paid. Good. Okay. Um, have you been having dreams again? You too. I think the sisters are in the area somewhere. Yeah, these haven't really been that positive. No. No, they, they keep trying to force me away. Force you away? Yeah, they don't want me meeting up with you. That's the impression that I get. Why? What's happening? Dreams. Uh, in my dreams, I'll see you, and every time I call out to you, uh, they'll block me, and they'll start pushing me away, and I'll see images of snakes and spiders, and or one time you were in a corridor, and the corridor just kept getting further and further away, no matter how, many, how close I got to you, it kept getting further away. Well, hopefully they are just that, dreams, because obviously we've been reunited, so there was nothing preventing us from seeing, you know, one another again. Right. You said you had dreams too? Yeah. It's funny because the sisters want to keep you away from me and they want to keep me away from him. And I point at Citadel. Really? Why would this be? I don't know, Traveler. What, 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 what do they tell you? That apparently you would be leading me down the wrong path. 
I don't lead you to a path, I follow you. Well, that's not the impression that they gave. I, I hope you don't believe them. Of course, why would I, why would I believe them? Something isn't right. You've been by my side this whole time. Well, uh, and Whitmore stands up. He's like, well, so, uh, maybe a few days before we found out about what happened to you, uh, Captain Alexanderson <sighs> mm-hmm. showed up to Hexley. Uh, apparently, he's missing some soldiers, and he's looking for you to see if you know what happened to him. Of course he is. Of course he is. Because in that guy's mind, I'm to blame for everything. Even though I am to blame for everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would happen? Who spoke with him? Uh, Alvord. And? Uh, he's stationed in Hexley, uh, and his men are overseeing the repair of the bridge. Alexanderson's men are overseeing the repair. Yes. But why would they have any involvement in that? I don't know. But when he showed up, shortly shortly after we heard about the bridge, he showed up. He mentioned something about the bridge. Alvord got nervous, as you can imagine. And so I offered to come out here and find you. I found Citadel, and the horse may or may not have taken a tumble on the way down the ravine to get down here. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a loyal friend, Whitmore. As are you. But uh, this Alexanderson thing is is going to be a problem. Of course it is. Of course it is. Um, ever since Annabelle Lewis was brought into custody, his suspicion of you has been unrivaled. That man has had it out for me since the day we met. Yeah. But hmm. I guess that's a problem for another day. Well, hopefully our paths don't cross anytime soon. Uh, in the meantime, I think we still have some, or at least I do, have some unfinished uh, business in this area. Um, Whitmore, are you expected to? You're expected to head back. You have to go back to Hexley. Um, not. It, wasn't really established so if you need a companion I'm, I'm with you if you'd rather go it alone I understand well to be honest I wouldn't want I wouldn't want Alvord to worry that something is, is happening or at least has happened to me so maybe the best thing to do is here you take this horse and I'll dismount from the horse here you take this horse back and privately let Alvord know that everything is okay. Okay. All right. It was great seeing you. Yeah, I hope to see you again soon. Yes. And he'll give Citadel a little uh, pat on the arm, and he will ride off. Okay. All right, so I wait until he's, like, out of the, you know, out of the, the horizon. Yeah. Good to be back with you, Citadel. Always traveler. 
I was afraid that the worst happened. You and me both. I was coming back for you. I know. And I was going to wait, but Whitmore convinced me to follow him. And that's that's fine. I, I, I appreciate your loyalty. Was not expecting the bridge to explode. I suspect not. Mm. In regards to that, I have some unfinished business that requires my attention. Perhaps we'll put you to good use. Outlanders? Outlanders. <laughs> All right. So I think um, my plan in Harrison's mind, he's thinking that that compass was kind of shifting uh, between Port Anchor and then what's the one that's on the, the east coast, like north of uh, Port Anchor? That would be Topova. Okay. There's Topova. So there's Port Anchor all the way on the peninsula. Slightly to the north of that would be Topova. And then slightly to the north and just a little bit inland would be Bygard. Okay. Just going to like circumnavigate the southeastern tip of the continent. Right? Work my way to Port Anchor. All right, so you would kind of go along the outside of Facebire, around the outside of Kezka Gorge, cross a river, and you, where are we going first? Port Anchor. Okay. So you just hug the coastline, basically. Right. Okay. Uh, so in your travels, are you going to talk to Citadel at all about... Yeah. So, you know, as we as we travel, we'll set up camp. I imagine we're not using roads. We're following. Or- no, I'm going straight through the woods. Like we're going to yeah. go south in the woods and until we get to like the coast, the shoreline, and then just try to stay out of dodge. Okay. Um, and whenever it's suitable for us to, you know, set up camp, Harrison will have the conversation with him how he ended up getting into, uh, <clears throat> you know, that he went underwater in the Keska Gorge, and how he recovered the armor. Um, but most importantly, he wants to talk about the goggles and the lenses. Okay. Are you familiar, Citadel, with how this works? Yes, I was there when the armor was forged. I've used the lenses. I've put them together with the compass and placed them in the breastplate. But after using them, they've the color, the color is gone. The goggles were meant to read the words of the old god. The whole armor set is used to make the wearer, the traveler, a conduit to the old god. The goggles, if you read the texts of the old god and the wonders of the old god, the goggles and the glass itself will absorb the power of the word of the old god to be used by the traveler. I remember the last traveler was able to do incredible things. Incredible things. Yes. He carried around the, the texts of the old gods, and he would read certain passages, and that would infuse the goggles with the power. He would take the glass out of the goggle and put it into the compass and plug it into his chest plate, and he could do incredible things. He could create lightning and fire. He could turn himself invisible. He could, he could do... Almost anything, as long as he could find the texts. Yes, invisible. That's what was stored in the goggles when I found them. So based on the text, the goggles 
the lenses would change. They would be different colors. Yes. What are these texts? They're apparently the words of the old god. Where are they? That I don't know. Maybe the compass could tell us. Maybe, but without knowing what it looks like, you're going to have a hard time locking in on it. With, these were books, volumes. Yes. Before we lost the traveler, he would keep them in a, in like a, almost a mini library in the, the traveler's realm where you've been, where you met me. Uh, but then as we were losing the traveler, he took the books and I'm not sure what he did with them. Okay. That's good. My two charges of invisibility are gone. <laughs> Bye, books. Okay. If I were to guess, I would suspect at least one of the books was underneath the Silver Triumph. That's where the Traveler spent most of his time. Right. Well, I appreciate the insight. Let's get some rest. All right. Yeah, so Harrison will go to sleep. I'll take a nap. All right. And you have a dream. This dream is very different. The sisters are not in this dream. Okay. You have a dream of a man who's wearing armor that looks very similar to yours. And he, he's facing you. But he's not really paying attention to you. It's almost like he doesn't see you. Uh, and on the left, you see almost like a golden, like a golden wisp, almost. And on the traveler's right, you see like a black murky, almost like ooze, um, with. Uh, like protrusions coming out and kind of slowly wrapping around this person wearing the traveler armor and wrapping around this gold wispy thing and you wake up. I would think like I sit up real, real quick. Am I sweating? Is it like one of those dreams? No. No, it was Just very like vibrant like yes. in my... Okay. Hmm. I just start like, Mama, like this doesn't make any sense. Like none of this makes sense. I saw the traveler. You're the traveler. No, somebody different. It was someone different. He was wearing the armor. Well, he was flanked with this golden entity. The old god. And both the traveler and the old god were being consumed by this, like, black cloud. It sounds like a memory of the armor. That's what happened to the old traveler. I told you we were losing him. He was consumed. But not right away. Something happened. Something changed. Remember, the Traveler, his wife, forged the armor. And the armor can speak to the old god. But then something changed. Something changed. How long after this change was he consumed? It's hard to tell when the change started. But he started keeping a diary the more his mind deteriorated. And eventually the more he used the gifts of the armor the more he plunged 
and whether he knew something was happening or some other decisions he was making, that's when he decommissioned me in the ether and hit the books. I don't know if that was his armor commanding him or if that was his willfulness. That part I don't know. I'm not one for thinking, but I believe there's a reason he separated everything out so far. Because it seems like a curse. Yes, but it wasn't always a curse. There was a time the Traveler and myself and his wife would go from land to land, helping those and trying to reestablish the faith of the old god. Friends, we're gathered here today to celebrate the life of John Bernthal. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, e plurnibus unum, <laughs> plurnibus, e platypus unum. Should you roll when it's Latin? Probably, I think you're exempt from Latin. Thank you. No. That's very kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a forgiving uh, state of affairs. Here. Yes. Yes. Ugh. Well, I hope you enjoyed uh, that gameplay session. And of course, uh, we joke around, but that's our own way of saying goodbye to a very prominent figure in the YouTube pipe community, uh, John Briggs. So with that... Uh, we've come to yet another conclusion to my Grim Reaper pipe. Very apropos. Very Please sad. ferry the way. <laughs> Boy, across the river sticks. To, uh, to the yawning portal. I've never heard of this. Where do you come up with this shit from? Uh, and what's your obsession with dwarves? Fuck dwarves, that's why. Dwarves, gully dwarves. Them and their tiny little hands. Bastards. They do God's those. little disappointments. Nice beards. God's little disappointments. Wow. Uh, speaking of disappointments, two other podcasts. Yeah, get a fucking microphone. And of course... To John Statham. No. My wife loves him. To Dice.